This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Good morning. Good, good, good. I think we actually got some rain last night. A little bit. Didn't look like much. No, but everything was, all the streets and sidewalks and my car was wet this morning when I got out at 5 o'clock to make the way over here. So, but it's supposed to be a pretty good storm that's that's coming. We're looking for what half an inch of rain, give or take, around the well. They said the coast of the mountains. They said two feet of snow up on Palomar for, for this possible. one or for the one coming on Monday. I think that, Tuesday. I think the Monday Tuesday right. one is yeah, is I, two feet. I heard but. a couple announcements where this one's going to be fair, I guess, and tomorrow's going to be a nice day, dry out a tiny bit, and then the bigger, colder storm will be here on Monday and Tuesday. And Could then, you, well. That means you'll, all your fertilizer will be watered into the ground that you put out. The one you left early. For. You remember you left early to go put it out? That's what I heard. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, okay. that's true. Okay. Did you, it, did you at least get it out of the car? No. Okay. <laughs> it's still sitting in the back of the car. The but best this is plants. the this is the light storm, so yeah, I, I wasn't going to wait. I decided that I'd wait a little bit. And I'll do it on the sunny day on Sunday when, yeah, for the Monday off. storm. Well, I guess I could, probably, I could probably do that, too, because I'm leaving on Monday. So I'm going to go up to Vegas. And got a, not, not really a trade show, but there's a gift show or something up there. That we're, I don't know. I'm, that, ju- I'm, just going big, along, I'm just going along for the ride. Yeah. In that big concrete building to the east or the north. or What big concrete building? That's where they. Oh, is that that's, where that's where you're going? That's where the market is. Yes. Oh, well, I know. It, it's not too far. It's not too far from downtown. So no. It's a semi trade show. It's products, garden products, or um, gifts and gift gift stuff. I see. So we're going to go up and Melanie's going to go up and see what we can get for uh, get for spring. But it's downtown though. First time I've ever huh, done that. Yeah. Just down at the Gold Nugget. So that should okay. be should yeah. be fun. And and they just and. The new, the, the, uh, the the new circus, cover. What's it called? Hmm? The new oh, Circa, which circus, is on the cold, which yeah. was where the Las Vegas Club used to be. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And they've got the new um, screen on top of Fremont Street. Oh, okay. So that'll be interesting to see as yeah, well. Yeah, I tried. I watched some of the uh, New Year's from Vegas on channel. It was a, a, our local channel, but it was showing just Vegas. It was, it was kind of interesting because I didn't even know that hotel had opened or whatever. That yeah, it, op- it opened just a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they said that they they said that Fremont Street. I think I think it was for New Year's Eve. You couldn't get on Fremont Street unless you were staying at one of the hotels on Fremont Street. That makes sense, I suppose. But they they, they were um, giving out wristbands, so they were they were limiting the number of people that, that could be there. So Vegas. So what what garden delights? I haven't been to Vegas since 1979. So what garden delights are there for us? Oh, the garden? the um, the conservatory at the Bellagio is a is a must see. That is. 
they, yeah. they, they change it out pretty frequently. Um, but it's big, but it, it's spectacular. I mean, the, what they, and they, there's usually a theme to it, whether it's a holiday theme or, or whatever, but it's a, it, it, it's beautiful. Um, the FLM chocolate factory over in Henderson has a huge botanical garden that's part of the grounds and the botanical garden's free. So you can just wander through there. And the, ch- the chocolate factory tour is pretty interesting as well. Um, and then there's another botanical garden on the west of downtown called um, Springs Preserve or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but it's the it's on the side of the original water source for the city of Las Vegas. So I guess it's like an oasis or something like that. So you make sure you take time out to check up on those, and then we'll follow up with you next weekend. That's what I'm planning on doing, yeah, because okay. uh, there's not going to be too much follow-up on what we do at the show, so. We we will see, but um, God, if you haven't if you haven't been to Las Vegas since 1979, <clears throat> you're not going to recognize it. Probably it's, not. It is com- it is completely changed. I was trying to think. I, the I think the only thing that's the only thing that's left on the strip from when I started going in the mid 80s is Caesar's Palace and the Flamingo, yeah, and Tropicana. That that's it. Everything else is gone. Um, it's been been not reor it's i can't think of the term for it but it's just it's just it's 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 renovated it's it is renovated itself Um, certainly wouldn't recognize it well yeah you wouldn't recognize it that's for sure yeah i i barely recognize it from yeah when i started going up there yeah true yeah it's uh it's it's amazing it's absolutely amazing but it's a fun trip so anyway we were talking about rain so if you haven't already done it, I would go out and uh, shut your sprinklers off like I'm going to do when I get home today uh, because we're not going to – if this storm is as big as it's uh, – if these storms are as big as they say they're going to be, you're probably not going to need to have your sprinklers on for what, maybe three weeks, a month? Probably a month or more. Yeah. So yeah, We shut ours off, but I've been watering a lot of things by hand lately because we didn't get anywhere near the rain that we were expecting. I put all the fertilizer out earlier this week when we expected the that Wednesday rain, Tuesday night rain, Wednesday rain that didn't come to fruition. Didn't show. Right. So that fertilizer's just sitting there. I'm looking at you because I don't remember that rain that didn't materialize. But how many times has it been recommended that in San Diego that you wait till it's actually raining before you put the fertilizer out just to prevent what happened to you? Twice, I've said twice, it once or twice. Once twi- or twice. Twice, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And how many times do we bring products home to put more in the than garden? that? <laughs> yeah. Do not justify bad behavior with other bad There's behavior. Not, not what about ifs, right? <laughs> what about if if? No, but it's time to put it out. I agree. And turn off the sprinklers, get the sprink, and get the fertilizers out before Monday's rain, or go out while it's raining and do it. As you've heard here once or twice before. Right. I'd go out and maybe. I'll, well, see, I'm going to violate my own rule now. I'm going to do it tomorrow in the sunshine. Because I'm counting on them for the, the for the Monday, Monday Sunday night Monday storm, or is it Monday Tuesday? Monday. But Tuesday. we should have a a good wet week, so everybody should be able to shut off their sprinklers to anything that is established and in the ground for. It's going to be weeks if we get close to what they're forecasting. There's I mean, two or three inches of rain over this next. That's week. what it sounds like. Week. The, the um, you know, a pro tip is if you use a 
if you use grow power fertilizer and you put it out and for some reason the rain doesn't come, you don't have to worry about it burning. Grow power is very, 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 very forgiving. Which is why we recommend it so often. Yeah. When it comes to so, when it comes when it comes to that. However, I, come <clears throat> the soil penetrant in Grow Power Plus can cause damage if it stays on foliage. So you have to be careful with the soil penetrant in Grow Power. Then just Plus. put it on the soil. Okay. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> um, I remember when I was a kid, <clears throat> my dad would my dad would bring home fertilizer to throw out in the yard, and my mom would get irritated with him because he would go out and just throw it all over the place and half of the yard would burn <laughs> but man a couple of weeks later it looked amazing exactly. it looked absolutely amazing if you want to give us a call today 888-344-1170 is a number we would love to talk to you um talking about oh um david austin roses they are in oh, transit they're in transit Still. i have the well no actually now they got picked up on Wednesday, and I have the FedEx tracking stuff, so so this is real. No, no, I we're, believe we're, it's, it's, we're expecting it on yet. Monday, but you know what's going to happen? It's going to rain. This, well, no, the the storm is cold, the snow levels are dropping, and it's going to affect I-15, I, uh, I-8, and so Getting it's here. probably going to take an extra day or two to get here because of the mountain passes will be closed. Just a thought. But we're expecting it on Monday. I heard last. I heard last night. I think it was on the news. They said that the snow level can drop down to three thousand feet. I yeah, heard that as well for this coming that, one. Right. That's low. But Monday, Monday, Tuesday, they're talking about two thousand to twenty five hundred feet. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't. I didn't. And even isolated that. things below that. It's supposed to be a real cold storm. And yeah. then the the further one out, it's supposed to be bigger, stronger, more vigorous. Or not. They're still. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> so get the wine bottles out and, and bring the firewood in. That's right. Okay. Um, oh, my God. I lost my train of thought on you, that. You, David Austin Roses. Well, we, you know, we, we, talked, yeah, we, got, we talked about that. Oh, well, we'll, we'll have to move on. Um, Snow level? No. Oh. We've had, a, we've had a number of people have come in and. Um, complain to us about well they've been concerned they've been concerned about um our hours on the inner when you when you bring up our stores and you look at and you look at it they've been concerned about the hours that are posted on on the internet for for the stores the if you're doing a google search for us one of the first things that comes up is the google is the um, Google business page for either of the stores. That's not the same thing as our website. Or Yelp will come up or, as well. Or Yelp right. will come up as well. We, we, while we try to keep those things as accurate as possible, WalterAnderson.com is the place to go if you want information about, if you want information about the stores. I know that there's, uh, there's a feature on Google business where people can go and they can ask a question, but... Anybody can answer the question, not just somebody from from our store. <clears throat> so, consequently, somebody will ask a question, and somebody else out in the um, general out in public the, in the general <laughs> public will answer it, but they will give the wrong answer. So, we have run across that as well. So, if you want to stay current with the with the most current and accurate information about either of the stores, 
the place to go is WalterAnderson.com. And remember, that's um, WalterAndersonSEN.com. Does that mean next time we get the recorded call saying this is an important phone call from Google Business, you have not updated, blah, 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 I should not hang up? No, you can go ahead and hang up. Okay. Because I, 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 I do that a lot. I, I, <laughs> I, I keep track of Google Business several times a week just to either answering questions or try, making sure yeah, that the correct sure. information is out there right. or whatever. So, um, yeah. you don't, you Good. Don't I feel to, much better about hanging up on it. You don't have to worry about that. And I wouldn't worry about your car warranty either. Exactly. <laughs> um, and my social security card has been compromised yes. to press one for more information. And they're, they're, and they're coming and they're coming to arrest you. <laughs> uh, that was yesterday. Yeah. What happened? I'm just looking at the time, making sure that we got making sure that we got plenty of time. Uh, another thing that goes along that goes along with rain, and we'll. We're going to get into more Slick of this roads. after the well. That uh, we'll we'll get into more of it um, after the break here in just a minute. But mulching, uh, you did the Wednesday wisdom on mulching this week. We did, yes, we did. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of benefits to a lot of benefits to mulch, uh, not just not just water saving, um, but improving soil. There's other things too. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Well, well, after when, the break, well, we that, might talk about. Oh that. no! Wait a minute. We can't. We can't go into a break on that. No, we're not. Oh, I thought we were. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But um, there's a number of different. Th- there's a number of different things that you can use, uh, and it's just a matter of just a matter of how you apply it and what you apply. How and you, what apply you apply it. it. And, what, and what you're and what you're and yeah, what, what, what you're trying to do. Right. Whether it's a set, like we so often get the question, "What's the best one?" It's yeah, we get I, that a lot. Yes. Right, I, and I'll, I'll tell them personally. I think anything that's organic, not certified organic, something that's carbon based, that's going to decompose. Oh, I need a safe space after that conversation about <laughs> certified organic this week in the oh, parking yeah, lot that's on right. my knees. Right, but anyway, that. So, organic um, materials that'll break down and help feed the soil, which we can get into. <laughs> After the break. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Brendan. We're taking a break here on Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. 
With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Just before the break, we were talking about talking about mulch and the and the benefits of it. And on the um, Wednesday Wisdom page, uh, George, I think you put up was it six bullet points? Of- six bullet points. And David, you asked what is a mulch? You know, just before we came out of the break, and and so it's. The, the basic definition is any material that's placed on top of a soil to protect it. It could be from erosion. It can be to uh, just to cover it. It could be aesthetics. So there are organic mulches such as you know bark and, and compost and inorganic like rocks or rubberized mulch, things like that. Rock, paper, scissors? Um, scissors I think we typically wouldn't use in the garden, but pa- I, I could be wrong. It would be a lot of scissors. Paper you can use, though. Yeah, Absolutely. Cardboard. Cardboard's very popular. In fact, uh, we did that recently, put cardboard down to get a bed ready for corn this spring. Um, so some of the, some of the benefits I'll, I'll, I'll read, I'll, I'll tell you one and then you guys can talk, we'll talk about it, talk amongst ourselves. Are we going to break into small groups? Small, and discuss? <laughs> side, sidebars. <laughs> so one of the first things that it does, that mulch will do for us is it, it moderates the soil wetting and drying cycle, meaning if you know, you, you don't have to water as frequently. It's like insulation. Right. And you save yeah. money. So you, you water less frequently, you have a thick layer of mulch. And, and I, I'll tell people that when we're talking about roses or fruit trees, because some folks think they have to water them every third day or every fourth day. And when we say now, you know, once a week or once every 10 days, and the thicker the layer of the mulch, the less frequently you have to water. It also helps uh, regulate soil temperature. Exactly. That was, yeah. one, of the, yep, that was one of the other uh, uh, bullet points. You know, when you, were, when you were listing off some of the things that you can use as mulch, one of the ones that I, one of the ones that I personally don't like is the uh, ground-up tires. Oh rubber, yeah, rubber, nor do rubber. I. Yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a horrible idea. Um, Me too. Just from a personal standpoint, because you're, you're you're never going to get rid of it. it it's never going to break down. Um, you can. You, it, well, the same thing kind of goes with, kind of goes with rocks as well. But I think it's. I think if you're going to use if you're going to use rock as a mulch, aesthetically, I think it's just a better. It's a better looking. The rock is Ra- rock or gravel is is a better look than than ground up tires. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely, right. Yeah. So, um, and as you're saying, it keeps the roots cool, which is good. Uh, pre- prevents evaporation, which was part of the first one that I was saying. Again, that can save money because you're, you're not going to have as much uh, moisture loss, and you don't have to water as much. Uh, soil compaction it'll help reduce soil compaction, uh, and and it, it'll um, imp- oh, go ahead. How? Why? What? It, with all that uh, organic material that's breaking there, it, it oh, starts we, breaking I'm down. Sorry. Yeah. We were just talking about rocks. No, I'm just talking. Yeah, the regular. I'm talking about my my. Whenever, when mulches. I say mulch, I unless otherwise referenced, I will speak of organic mulches. I, I'm not a fan N- of the others. Noted. Yeah. Um, it it'll help uh, prevent some erosion if you get it down there, uh, unless it's the really loose stuff. But it'll help with the erosion and. and uh, it improves your soil conditions as it decomposes. One of the words I like is the microbial activity. So if you have a thick layer of organic material there, the fungus, the bacteria, the earthworms, they all start thriving in that environment because it's cooler and there's moisture there. And the earthworms actually will come up and feed and bring that stuff down into the ground. It's just a good practice overall. It, it is. For the, for the most part. And, and lastly, and, and not super effectively sometimes, but it will suppress weeds. And, and that's a benefit. And if you're using organics, you have to replenish it periodically. But there are sources for free mulch. You can make your own compost. Uh, it's relatively inexpensive if you have to purchase it for the organic stuff. And the city provides. And the city does, yeah. And city for provides. City County uh, Landfill, correct. Yeah. 
The only th- the only thing I don't like about the or one of the things I don't like about the the landfill mulch is it it reeks. I mean, it has a very distinct smell to it. So if you and I don't know anybody that really uses it so much in their yard, but a lot of homeowners associations and landscape maintenance use it. And when they put it down, it it really yeah, you know it you yeah. you you definitely know it. I have very fond memories of taking my kids when they were young over to the Miramar landfill, filling up the back of my truck with trash cans. And then they had their little shovels. I had my big shovel. We would fill up the trash cans with mulch, put them back in the truck, and bring it home. And I got a call from Audrey late last year that that smell, she yeah. smelled the smell of the mulch from the landfill, and it reminded her of that, which was yeah. kind of cool. It, yeah. it is kind of a... It's an interesting odor. It's yes. different. Distinctive. Distinctive. I have similar memories as well. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We are going to head out to Lakeside where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for taking the call. I'm doing great. I bought my property five years ago, and uh, existing Valencia orange trees on the property, they're probably 25 to 30 years old. I have not severely pruned them yet. Uh, should I wait a little bit, or should I go ahead and do it now? I don't want to miss next bloom. I don't know that you need to severely prune them. Are they, are they growing somewhere? Are they growing in a direction that you don't want them to go in, or are they getting too well, they're, tall? They're too tall. They're too tall, and I and I want more. I want more of a bush uh, effect to uh, give me some more shade. Bit by bit, don't do a severe pruning. Do little bits of it. Um, and bring them down to to scale a little bit at a time. If you do a severe pruning, it's going to open up the interior of the tree to the sun, which is going to just destroy the interior bark um, on okay. those branches. So I would do it just a few branches at a time and leaving plenty of branches to shade the area that you've cut. And then as the areas that you've cut begin to put out new growth, once that growth gets large enough to shade, then you can take out other parts. But you do not want to just top them or chop the heck out of them and open them up to the sun because it will burn the skin off of them. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. You know, the other thing, too, is uh, if you do some pruning on the – if you do pruning on citrus and avocados, too, and you open up an an area where it's going to be exposed to to full sun, it's not a bad idea to – to paint the paint, trunk paint it, yeah. um, to prevent to prevent sunburn because if that bark get if that bark gets sunburned, um, it's either gonna it's either gonna kill the branch completely or or set it back dramatically. How many branches have we seen brought in where the top surface is just totally just scalded off and then it's exposed to the heartwood? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, so just whenever you're, especially with citrus and avocados, whenever you're pruning, just keep a keep an eye out as to what you're exposing and go ahead and if you do expose some stuff some areas to the sun um, paint it with uh, yeah they're not the same as your stone fruit you don't prune them the same way yeah no and actually for the most part once you get once you get once you get citrus growing the yeah where you want it to grow you don't really need to prune it correct just a big bush keep it trimmed up off the ground but other than that i guess that would have been another or a good answer would be, if he wants to chop the heck out of it, make sure he whitewashes the whole thing. He could, he could do a more severe pruning, as long as, as he long paints as it's all the interior branches with a yeah. white water base. Yeah. 
latex, a yeah. white 50-50 mix. Yes. Yeah. I think I, it, I'd take the, the slower approach. I think so, too. I think you're better off just doing it the way you said. You know? Aw, thanks, guys. Well, Although, you know, it is – well, you don't see it that much anymore because it's, it's becoming a – becoming a uh, dying industry but the severe every once in a while the avocado growers would go through and do just a massive pruning yeah and the prune it back to the, the smallest branch was two inches in diameter um but the, but they would paint the entire they would paint the entire tree after they did that to, pr- to protect the uh, to protect the bark and citrus in particular is so thin-skinned if you guys want to insert a thin-skinned joke here, you may. But it, the trees are designed to be big bushes to protect the interior from the sun. And when you open up or a branch breaks and it falls open, that's when you get the the damage. And it sometimes portions of it will not come back. Come back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Uh, How cold is it supposed to get in during the storms? Do you have any idea? Well, they they have not mentioned frost or freezing okay. after the the storms are supposed to be cold, and right. the snow level snow levels are very very low. But I haven't heard okay. if it's going to clear right after that, and we're going to freeze. That's going to be a ugh. a problem. It, it would it would be right. it would be. So we'll see. Um, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. As a matter of fact, Alan has another question for us, so we're going to go back to Alan on Lakeside. Good morning, Alan. Hi, guys. Hey. Uh, I, I hung up too early, but I'm listening to the radio. Uh, as far as the, the protecting the bark from, from sunburn, do you recommend a exterior white latex paint or just uh, uh, any, any particular white paint? I could tell you that integrated pest management for the state says a 50-50 mix of white interior latex paint with water. Cool. Yeah. And we act, there's a, there's actually a, a the, there's actually a tree trunk paint. I'm pretty sure we have it in stock. Pretty, yeah. Um, I think the one we okay. have is actually brown though, not white. Oh, is but, it brown? Yeah. Okay. But, but still it does not, the yeah. same thing, right? Are, are you got do you guys have a store out in El Cajon off of, off Main Street? No, we do not. We have a, have our store in Poway and the one in and the one in San Diego. Okay, I'll drive up to Poway. Thanks. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, just I'm, call I'm, before I'm, you come up and make sure we have the paint. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I think just, what uh, we have is check. the uh, powder that you mix with water. Oh, the whitewash. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm not. We had something in it. We had something in a can too, but I can't remember. But, you know, we're a great place to visit on a rainy Saturday, so come on up anyway. Yeah, it definitely won't be as busy as it will, as it normally would on a Saturday. That's correct. Ken? What am I looking at? Oh, we're going to go back out to Lakeside where Patricia is waiting. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? Hi. Um, a couple weeks ago you were talking about preen, and I was wondering what the problem is with preen. I didn't get the whole story. I I don't know that there's a problem with it. I think, what, as I recall, what we were mentioning was uh, Greenlight had a product called Amaze, which is a pre-emergent weed killer, and they're mm-hmm. taking it off. They're taking it off the market. So what we were talking about is looking for a replacement for it. And I, one of the things that I thought that we had carried a, a while back was a product called Preen, which was a, which is another pre-emergent weed killer. Um, but I don't re- I don't remember t- I don't remember 
discussing a problem with it. Well, all I got was something about preen, and then that, that's all I got. So that was okay. good to know because I have a huge bottle of it. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, then, then what I can tell you is if you, if you follow the directions that are on the bottle, then you should have no problem. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for the call. Yeah, have a great one. You Bye-bye. too. Take care. If you want to give us a call, one, or 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Garden Talk right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. And we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. One thing that we forgot to mention last week was that we've got uh, we got bulbs in. The spring bulb collections have, have started to come in, and there's quite a few things to choose from out there. Um, and got, the selection varies by store. It does. Um, got gladiolas, dahlias, um, tuberous begonias in San Diego. In San Diego, yeah, yeah. We did not get them in Poway. Calla lilies, canna lilies. I can't read that note. Um, garlic. and Oh, potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. Potatoes, garlic, and onions. So there's a and there's oh and shallots forgot about that yellow and red shallots we didn't have the one of those two for a couple of seasons and this year I, we, we got I don't think we had it was yeah I think it was yellow that we didn't we did have. not have yeah and we have different seed potatoes but the bulk of the seed potatoes that we were expecting are not expected until the first week or two of February. Now, last year we had the same conversation and the first week or two of February became the first week of March. But we did get them in, and they did produce. They did produce. So right now we have the the blend, the three different colors of seed potatoes, one package, and we have those in both stores. And then you guys also have a few other varieties that we did not get in Poway in individual varieties. Okay. But we're expecting a dozen more varieties Sometime next whenever month. They, whenever they send when, them, when, yeah. when, when they show up. Now, yeah. have you grown shallots before? Either uh, any of you? I actually did. I grew I have. containers. Do, I, I feel stupid asking the question, but you know that's what I do here. Um, does the single shallot bulb become a clump like a garlic? What do you get from a shallot? Do I get multiple shallots? You will, I think. I, I, I but, think it, I, but it takes time. I I know. I mine. I just. Because I harvest mine, I think too soon. I never. Yeah, me too. Don't get whether it's going to be a big bulb or a, <clears throat> a clump like a, a globe. I don't know. I usually harvest them too soon. 
I'll do an experiment this year for pa- you. Patience is a virtue. And I not hear. for me sometimes. That's what I hear. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would think that it would that it would create a clump like a like garlic. Yeah, you had them in your yard, and they kept coming back, and you said you didn't take care of them. No, that was the that garlic. was the garlic. That's I the re- garlic. That's my oh. garlic story. I, remember, I thought it was shallots when I was out. Yeah, there. you heard okay. me say ah shallot. Okay. My okay. garlic keeps coming back. I what? think. Okay. Um, and on that note, yes, dahlias. We get uh, dahlias. We get clumps of tubers now. Yes, but a long time ago, they used to be individual. They, they were individual tubers and some were the size of potatoes one tuber one eye yeah to start your clumps and yeah. we would have 30 or 40 varieties yeah it's pretty amazing it, it really same yeah. thing same thing with gladiolas we used to have tons tons, tons of gladiolas yeah. by and well, they, they weren't mixed they were just they well right by color individually in yeah. san diego you still have them Correct. by color right you probably Correct. have a dozen or two different varieties For, maybe i three. would say yeah 20 or 20 or 20 yeah in individual like Colors. Now, we just get the, the blended bags up in Poway because people weren't buying the boxes of the colors. Yeah. And so two separate groups of people sometimes. Yeah, bulb, bulb sales, definitely. It's not, it's, not the same it, as it used to be it, 20 years the, ago. The, yeah. mar- the market is the market has yeah. definitely changed. Well, maybe uh, it was 30 years ago. I don't remember. Uh, probably closer to 30 but, years yeah. ago. You know, I, and I remember um, the Copley estate. In, oh yeah! In in the fall, how how many oh, how God. many tulip bulbs would they buy? Thousands, thousands. It, it, it yeah. was insane. Yeah, it was. Well, and then we went and ranunculus. We used to sell ranunculus by the boxes by yeah. by the box and the and the how many how many the farms were in a, and were in a in the little ba- in the brown paper bags was it was it five hundred to 500, a bag yes. where we'd sell them five hundred at a time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know when you know when the bulb business really started to change, it was when Davids and Rushton went out of business. Okay, I think that I think that, that that's when it change, that, that that did change a lot. That's they, when it plateaued. What, I would what say. What year was that roughly? Twenty five years ago. So I was going to say. Yeah, we, we hadn't opened Poway yet. Yeah, it was. Pro- I would say probably about twenty five years. And the replacement ago. company went to all bag products. You couldn't get bulk stuff. Yeah. Because that's where things were going. Yeah, and that was and totally counter to what we had, what we had always yeah, done. Always yeah. done. Yeah. Um, but bulbs for a lot of people are, they. I mean, it's traditional, and many people like growing. But for, I would say, new generations, it's, it's too slow. Too, too slow, slow a process. Yes, you yeah. have to wait yeah. way too long. I know David Ross once years ago said planting a bulb is believing in the promise of tomorrow or something like something that. to that yeah. effect. Paraphrasing, yeah. but it's How true. profound. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once in a while. Um, and glads, gladiolas. I know they're they're ornamentals, George, and so you don't care actually, about I them. Actually, I do have some actually in the. But they yeah. come back year after year right. with nothing, Correct. and they multiply. They're yeah. a great. We say bulb, but I guess they're truly a corm, right. not a bulb. Yeah. But Generically we just lump speaking, them all yeah. all yeah. together. Yeah. Glads, freesia, and and um, the narcissus, the paper wipes, come back every year in massive quantities in my yard. I remember the first time I was talking about narcissus on. It was when I was doing. KNSD when I was the mm-hmm. KNSD gardener and I took them in there and we were talking and Clark Anthony was standing there next to me and I was kind of nervous and talking about them and he said something yes they just stand there and gaze at themselves all day long and I thought what the narcissists were oh. staring at themselves and I, I still remember well anyway it was a long time ago 
Well, you know the other the other the other one that comes back year after year after year are um, daffodils. And if you yeah. plant, you can plant the the thing that's nice about daffodils is you you can plant them fairly deep. And if we have an if you have a planting area where you where you put in annuals, you can plant them fairly deep. So that if when you're redoing the annuals on top, you don't disturb the bulbs underneath, and they'll come, they'll push right up through. Right, there's a lot of energy in those big bulbs. Right up, right, right up through um, pansies and thing and things like that. And you know, we haven't we haven't done it in a long time, but um, we used to sell a lot of daffodils to Julian. Yeah, and I don't know if it was the city or the Chamber of Commerce, but I I remember a particular. It was just a customer. It was a, a homeowner up there, or somebody that had property up there that was buying hundreds or thousands at a time. Yeah, we were selling those big bags, and yeah. you know, I, I, I can only remember going up there once or twice um, in the early spring. But I, I was, I was shocked at how many daffodils are in Julian, and when they're in season, <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. They are all over the place. My, What's, yeah, they're. I mean. Like, I had some in the canyon. I don't, I don't never planted them, but the the only issue with those is you have to make sure you feed them because I always get growth, but I never got flowers. Well, that's because you didn't mulch and let the mulch well, break down and feed them for you. That is true. My narcissus are blooming already. Okay. So the first yeah. ones are starting yeah. to bloom at home from, but they're much shorter this year because it's been so dry. They started growing and they're blooming at four to six inches okay. instead of six to twelve inches or so, you know over a foot tall. But the clumps have come back, and they've come up really well. But they're super short and blooming. You know, I remember we used to get we used to get King Alfred daffodils by the crate. It was like a, a three foot by three foot by oh really twelve, oh, the, 12 yeah. inch wooden oh, crate. Yeah, yeah. We we'd get a lot of them. I mean, oh, yeah. we'd go through several several crates a year. Yeah, it's un, it's unfortunate because it, it's. Uh, the the bulb bulbs are a very it's a, it's a very interesting I guess you could say hobby well, as far as growing is concerned. Part of that also goes with now you can buy tulips in season and bloom in six packs, which didn't used to exist. Or hyacinths, and hyacinths, right? ranunculus. You can get all of these now. The growing the growers have gotten to the point where they can grow them and get them in in uh, economically feasible way for people to come in and buy these things in the in february and march that's which true never yeah, used to be the wait right? yeah so it, they can yeah the the only the only bulbs that i remember we used that we would get in bloom was four inch ranunculus which we still do but but, but now, even at that even at that though we don't get nearly as many uh four inch ranunculus in season that we used to correct we do sell a lot and that was partially switching over the different types. But we also get locosium, anemones, and so many things that you only were able to grow by bulb. Now you can get as blooming flowers or budded flowers to to put in your yard. And uh, as far as gladiolas are concerned, uh, a good pro tip for those is watch for thrips because they are a thrip magnet. And they can just they can they can ravage the flower Flowers, the flower yeah. spikes when they come up to the point where the flower where the flowers won't they'll scar the flower the flower buds so much that they won't even open. Yeah, there's no sense of growing up. If you can't get the flowers, there's no sense. You know, of it's growing. funny. My glads at home are planted 
and come up right next to my um, gardenia. But the gardenia always has thrips on it. Well, and that's the glads, true. The glads have not. Is it a different thrip? I mean, there are different thrips. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good question. I, yeah, I think gardenias come with that's, thrips. That's going to be yeah. your homework oh, it assignment is, for it next week. Is, yeah. Okay, interesting. Maybe. If, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. And we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. You know, one of the things that, unfortunately, unfortunately, lately there's been a lot of disinformation or disinformation or confusion, confusion about uh, GMO crops, and it comes up relatively frequently in our stores. People asking, "Well, is that GMO or is that non-GMO?" And um, I think there's a, I think a lot of people don't realize that there's only there are only actually about 10 different crops that have GMO varieties and they're basically sugar beets, canola, corn, potatoes, summer squash, soybeans, cotton, papaya, apple and alfalfa. And out of those the ones that you would out of and out of those none of those are commercially available in the retail market. They're all they're all agricultural products. One more time, which ones can you get in the retail industry? None. So it's, none of them. None. None of none of the ones that I, that none of the ones that I know of are available in the retail. And, and you can't industry. buy seeds for those either. No. Yeah. No. And. But period. The entire retail industry. Yeah. But with, I know that there's there are some growers that it doesn't matter what it is. They put a sign. They put a tag on it that says "non-GMO." Right. That's well, marketing. Yeah, it's all marketing. That, yes. That's just marketing. And, um, and unfortunately, it implies the ones next to them on the table are GMO. Might be exactly GMO, why they but it's do not. It. The, so it's not the case. That is Correct. that is definitely not the case. Um, I that being said, I have seen I have seen some of the statistics where, like, ninety-two percent of granulated sugar is from sugar beets, and or and that and GMO sugar beets are where that is where that comes from. So, so don't feed your organic plants 
sugar beet fertilizer. But see, there, I think there's, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you, when was the last time you went and bought a sugar beet? I don't think I ever have. I, I don't think so either. Now, if, if you wanted to make sure that you the sugar that you're using was not GMO, then I guess you could try to find cane sugar. But I don't even know if I don't even know where you can get cane sugar. You want anymore. me to sing the CNH, CNH song? song, which stands for what does CNH stand for? Do you remember? California and Hawaii. Thank yeah. you, Mark. From Hawaii, but you know, in, growing in the sun. Um, oh, you said no. Don't I sing did it. say no. There <laughs> is good reason. There, there, there is there is no sugar cane grown in Hawaii as a crop anymore. It's all gone. The last of it, the last um, sugar cane plantation that was in operate commercial commercial sugar cane operation uh, was in Maui, and there there was a what do you call a sugar cane factory is that, or a sugar factory? Is that a refinery? That sounds yes. Yeah, and it was it was near the airport in Kahului, but that closed down um, closed down a couple of years ago. So it's it's all gone. Uh, which is really kind of sad because I remember the the first time I went to Hawaii was in 1979, and there was sugar cane everywhere, and just in that time period, that entire industry has has shut down. But now so, we get lots of bromeliads and orchids and cool plants. So, and they still get some still get some pineapple. Get that as well. Uh, but we were talking about the GMO and so the you, seeds too. Some of the seeds say non-GMO, but none of them. Yeah, none of none of them. None of right. none and, of them that, that we any sell. Any of the retailers are, around sell. None so of yeah, them. In order to, to actually purchase those GMO seeds, if you are a farmer, you have to be certified. You have to sign documents and 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 show that you can be a good steward of those products to make sure they don't get out and so on and so forth. So you're not going to go to your local nursery and buy a pack of GMO corn seed or soybean for that matter. So worry yeah. not about. So that. worry not. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, and some of the other things like canola. Probably not going to grow canola for canola oil. Uh, you're not going to eat cotton, so you, well you might, but I don't know why. Uh, and alfalfa, you're probably not going to go out and grab a big handful of alfalfa. And, Generally and chow, not. That is correct. Chow down on that. Um, the the apple. Some, sometimes I like to graze on alfalfa, but usually I I let that crop go. Yeah, but most anything that's going to be GMO is intended for intended for large scale agricultural large scale agricultural production so when you're looking at stuff in the when you're looking at stuff in the in the nursery uh, in in pretty much any nursery i wouldn't be overly concerned about it what about commercial packages of 80 onions is that a commercial quantity of onion sets no okay that's just, for the just, local homeowner but it, it doesn't matter because there are no GMO onions. Thank you. Sir. So you don't have to worry about that. I do want to update everyone on my onions. They are doing quite well. Fantastic. And I fed them before the last rain, not before this rain. But they're they're doing well. Both the Sessions, the starts yeah. and the the six packs that I took and divided up, which that's a great way of doing it from the from the six packs and just dividing them out. Uh, but both are doing doing well. I'm going to be supplying. Hopefully. Lots of onions. Uh, to you ours guys. are doing really well, also. Ours are doing really well as well, also. Um, two, two. They're yeah. doing, but however, we, comma. we're not supplying them to anyone because we go through onions like crazy. We eat a lot wow. of them. Wow, that's kind of selfish. It, it is very selfish. Like maybe one or two to somebody, but basically, we go through them like crazy. 
So you're going to bring us pictures and say, oh, look. This was delicious. This was a really good onion. onion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one interesting thing to note, um, back, to the, back to the GMO subject for just a minute, papayas, um, the GMO the GMO papayas, there, I think there's two varieties out there. I can't remember I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head. But they basically saved the papaya industry in Hawaii. There was a there's a virus that was getting into papayas and it was it almost wiped out the papaya industry in Hawaii. I I would not have had a problem with that. You would have been okay with it. <laughs> papayas are the beats of your beats of my world. I, I like papaya. You know, um, at oh, this oh god, this was a long time ago too. Um, at at the OB People's Food Co-op, they used to they used to sell dried papaya. That god, that stuff was good. You just go in and buy it and yeah, sounds yummy. <laughs> it um, was it was really quite tasty. But anyway, it was it, it it's GMO papaya is what what saved the industry in Hawaii. If it hadn't been for that, that that entire industry would have been wiped out. What about the bananas? I thought all the bananas were going to disappear off the planet from something a few well, years ago. They, I remember t- them talking about that, but I, we still get them. Can we give that to George as a homework assignment for next week? <laughs> there was a disease hitting in the monoculture where they were growing just one variety. I don't remember what it was. It right? Yeah, I you know, you mentioned canola, mm-hmm. and, and, but there is no plant canola. No. I can't remember what the it's, plant it's, is. It's a rapeseed or rapeseed. It's rapes- yeah, rapeseed. And, which is a brassica. But canola yeah. stands for uh, Canadian oil low acid. That was a, a, a I did trade, not know that. It was a trademark. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know, know that either. Yeah. That's why we have George here. Well, one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons. <laughs> you know, I did I did mention corn uh, as as one of the big crops, but almost all of that is processed either into into animal feed or um, corn, fuel. Corn, oh. corn syrup. Sure. So, so you, you wouldn't have to worry too much about that. What, um, what about the potato, the seed potatoes we get? I'm sure they're not. I'm <laughs> sure they are not GMO. Are, are you going to go through that. everything on, on the shelf? There's a cut. You know, are you trying to make to. a point? I'm trying to make a okay. point. Okay. There's a couple. And there, nobody beats a dead horse as good as David does. <laughs> there's a couple. <laughs> I think there's only two. I think there's only two varieties of summer squash that are GMO, but they're, they're not. Not widely produced. Do you know what the what it was for? The what the modification was? Was it a weed tolerance or a, do you have any it, idea? The two the two the two biggest modifications are um, herbicide tolerance and insect tolerance. And most of the and most of the corn is um, BT corn, where they worm, the you know, corn worm, corn worm. worm, yeah. So th- those are the two things that they that they usually um, engineer into it. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with more next Saturday morning at 6 o'clock. We hope you can join us. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay dry. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. 
There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.